This is The Creators Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Dandeshi, and today's guest, we have Gula Jan's daughter, who is an internationally renowned architect and designer. She has worked on projects pretty much all around the world, uh, most famously the Getty Center here in Los Angeles. She worked in Disney World in Tokyo. She's even worked on a amazing hotel right here in West Hollywood. And she's gonna share a lot about why the city of West Hollywood has really inspired her career and influences projects that she really works on everywhere. Yeah, I'm really excited to have Gula on today. I've known her for a few years. Mm -hmm. She designed an amazing hotel here in West Hollywood. She's Icelandic and she has done some of the most iconic designs that you'll ever see. And she's also really involved in the design district here, mm -hmm. which is one of the most important neighborhoods that we have in West Hollywood. And she's gonna talk more about where that is is and what you do when you get there. I love it. So why don't we go ahead and hear more from Gula. Gula, welcome. Well, thank you very good, much. Nice to see you. So good to see you too. So lovely to have you here. I know that this is going to be a really interesting conversation. Let's start at the beginning. Born in Iceland. Yes. And, um, and you have got, what inspired this interest in design and architecture for you? So being born in Iceland um, was amazing, of course, beautiful nature. Yes. But my mom was a, a fan of the, the warmer climate in the summer. <laughs> so I remember when I was 12, she took me to Italy and we went to Florence. And wow. I think that was like a, a shifting point in my life that I realized there is so much beauty in art and architecture in different places around the world. And my grandfather was an artist and um, I was drawing since I was three anyways. But this sort oh, of, wow. you know, spiked my interest in architecture. That's amazing. So, you know, I was just in school. I was studying mathematics and biology but ended up moving to Los Angeles when I was 19 to further my dreams. Yes. For the love of architecture. Oh, I love it. So, so what actually inspired you to, to come to Southern California? You know, of all the places. I mean, there are many wonderful destinations for architecture, but what brought you here? Actually, it was a, a particular school okay. uh, called SciArc, Southern California Institute of Architecture. Mm -hmm. And it started in Santa Monica. So mm -hmm. I'd never been to America. I remember stopping in New York for five days fell in love with New York, and then I came to LA, and I was like, Where's, where are all the people? <laughs> where are all the people? Yes. I was driving around, and I'm like, am I in the wrong place? But anyway, school for five years was amazing, and got to know LA, and um, and I'm still here. <laughs> exactly, you came in and decided not to leave. Exactly, it's yeah. so wonderful. I, I did, because um, after graduation, at least then, uh, foreign students, they get one year working visa in America. Mm-hmm. And I was very fortunate to get um, a dream job working on the Getty Center Museum for oh, Richard yes. Meyer. Wow. So Tell us about that. It was just amazing. Um, fantastic team. I'm still friends with most of them. And um, it was uh, a big project, the largest project in America at the time. Wow. So after this year, they sponsored me to stay. So I worked on the project for the final four years. Wow. So it was just a very nice learning curve for me. Was oh, that sure. right out of school? It was right out of school. Wow, That's what a project to work on, right? So right after, when you yes, get done, right? That was my first project wow. that I worked on, you know, with a fantastic team and um, headed by Richard Meyer and Michael Palladino. But yeah, that changed my perspective. And, and at that time, there wasn't much going on in Iceland. So I figured <laughs> I'm just going to stay here. Yeah, like, I think I'll stay here. <laughs> I think I'll stay. The weather is nice. The people are lovely. And this project was absolutely amazing. So I stayed. I'm still here. That's incredible. So, I mean, obviously... I. I mean, from working on that project, which is certainly, and, and for those that don't know, the Getty Center is iconic, mm -hmm. um, a, a phenomenal museum that's not only known, I always would tell people, uh, not only known for all of their exhibits that they have, but 
it's architectural design. Like that's what people come for. So incredible that you got to work on that. Um, I mean, and you also got to work with some other fabulous companies, um, Walt Disney Imagineering, Jude Mitchell Design. So quite, quite an incredible background, certainly before you, you know, started your own firm. But were there any unique lessons that you learned that you maybe learned at that time, maybe even on your first project that you still keep with you to this day? I think so. I think we always learn a little something and take it with we us to the future. Do. And I think in particular, um, because I had a mathematic background before studying architecture, uh. and I don't know if you know this, but the, um, the geometry of the Getty Center is all very geometrical. It's uh, based on a, a grid of 30 by 30, the oh. whole facade. So either the stone layout is, is uh, 30 by 30, 15 by 60, or 30 by 60. So it's all very peaceful. Mm. And I actually feel it when you walk in there, it's very tranquil and very peaceful because yes. the geometry is absolutely perfect. The construction uh -huh. is perfect too, which helps. Yes, of course. <laughs> so I think I still take that to my sort of today day. I'd like, mm -hmm. you know, proportions, the golden proportions and geometry is, is important. Today I'm more fluid in, in like movement. Yes. But it can't be too organic. It has to have some structure. rhythmic structure to it, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's based on that experience mm. and then after the Getty Center was open where do you go you know so yeah. <laughs> some of my teammates there they went over to Walt Disney Imagineering mm -hmm. and they told me to come over there and I interviewed and I got a job as a set designer all of a sudden oh a completely different world very different very different and moved to Tokyo back and forth oh my goodness yeah and that must have been really interesting as far as like exposed to not only that culture but then also work-wise, you're now focusing on the interior. Yes, and yes. all of a sudden doing the opposite of, you know, very modern, rigid architecture. This is like a dream world of, of, of Disney. Mm -hmm. But I ended up working on a beautiful project called um, Tokyo Disney Seas, oh. which is uh, in Tokyo and is based around the seven harbors of the world. So it was more for adults. It wasn't like the Mickey Mouse yeah. things, but... Um, so I ended up working on some of the rides, hotels, and restaurants, and traveled to Tokyo a few times. Yeah. This and was for the theme park. The it was the theme park, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, wow. so it was a set design for Walt Disney Imagineering. An interesting ride, another four years there. I'm sure. <laughs> and I love Tokyo. I, I literally probably could have lived there forever, but came back. You came back because you're, you kept being drawn back here. Absolutely, yes. Exactly. Well, I mean, and this is I, I, why I know I'm so eager to have this conversation with you because you have worked on many, many uh, projects around the world and you are, you've been exposed to so much yet you choose to keep here as your home base and, and have your firm here. And, you know, of course, with all of your different projects you've had around the world, one of them is here actually in West Hollywood and it's the, the Kimpton Lapeer Hotel. Can you share a bit about how that came about and maybe even the inspiration behind it? Sure, sure. Um, so when I started my own company, it was uh, the year was 2009. Okay. And um, I found um, a small studio for rent in the neighborhood that I lived in, West Hollywood, neighborhood yes. that I love. Let's stay here, I figured. I found this great space. It was a small space and a huge parking lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, the landlord told me on, on day one, like, I have good news and bad news for you. Um, the bad news is you can stay here for four years, but then I have to kick you out because I have a permit to design a hotel here but I'm going to hire you to design this hotel. Oh, my goodness. So this all Day happened. One? Day one. And <laughs> I was in this studio for four years. Wow. 
And then, of course, I had to move out to find another studio because now the hotel was under construction. Of course. So La Pierre is not just a hotel that I designed. It's literally like my home away from home oh and the, the roots of my starting my own <laughs> career. That's amazing. Yeah, so it was kind of a fun, uh, you know, thing to do. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it, it, had you done hotel design prior to that? I had, yes. Yes, yeah. several hotels and restaurants. I did a restaurant called Red O on Melrose. Mm-hmm. It's been a beautiful experience in West Hollywood, I have to say. I, which is so wonderful. <laughs> so, so speaking of that, I mean, how do you get inspiration for, I mean, obviously every project is going to be completely different, but how are you... How are you finding your inspiration for each space or, or building and something that you're constructing? And maybe you can even use the, the Kimpton Lapeer as an example. I personally love the lobby area. You walk in and I like that the front desk is kind of like tucked away to the side. Then you've got like the little back area, you know, where it, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's this like cool hideaway. So what, what inspired that? Well, it is kind of a cool hideaway. It's true because it it's on a pretty quiet street, mm-hmm. North Lapeer Drive. And I wanted it to feel like your best friend's home in Hollywood. Like you're entering into their living room. You're entering into their patio, their pool. Mm-hmm. So it felt like kind of eclectic. Yes. And a little bit residential in style. Mm-hmm. But I also was designing it for the neighborhood. So the West Hollywood Design District, which Lapierre is in, yes. is full of the best of the best when you talk about art and design, furniture design, fashion, culinary experiences, bars. Mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be a hotel for the people that live there and that work there and their international clientele. Mm. But I wanted everybody to feel comfortable. Yes. So that's the way it kind of came together with mingling the arts and design with some inspiration from fashion, architecture, poetry. And it was kind of like a symphony of the senses of design. I love that. And and I think that the, and I love that you also brought up the the design district, because, again, that is another wonderful element of West Hollywood, you know, we we all too often, you know, think about the nightlife and all, you know, the entertainment and all of that, which is is wonderful. But there is this really rich cultural and design element that, especially if you're in the industry, yes, you know about it. And I yes. and I love that it you've just exactly how you you kind of tied it into the the hotels that you, it's this hub that people from around the world know of, and so. How can you create a space that's going to be welcoming for all, which is really unique? Exactly, and I, I feel like also for me, like when I, you know, when I moved here and I didn't see anybody walking on the street, this is actually a walkable neighborhood. Yes, it is, and and very active and busy with like sidewalk cafes mm-hmm. and and you know when the Pacific Design Center was built, it was an iconic building, mm-hmm. you know, by a very known architect, and it kind of established this area as a design district. Yes, and then all the other furniture stores came, you know. Minotti and Maz and, and uh, Flexform, so many beautiful furniture stores, and then the art galleries, and the mm-hmm. fashion houses. So for me, this is a dream. Mm-hmm. It's all what I live for, or, you know, it's related to my job, at least. Yeah. So it's, um, it's a special neighborhood. It is a special neighborhood. So actually, why don't we um, talk about, like, the Pacific Design Center? I mean, I know that that has become, it's visually an icon just because mm-hmm. it stands out so much. If, you know, if somebody's coming to Los Angeles, do you have any insights on how, you know, how should one approach the Pacific Design Center? Do they only have to have, you know, have um, a special contact to get in? How does that work? I think the doors are open, but um, it is technically for the industry. Exactly. It's all the high-end showrooms for people like myself who do architecture and interior design. And this is a a one-stop shop, let's Mm -hmm. say, if you need to furnish a hotel, a house, 
fabrics and everything you need. Mm-hmm. It's all there in different showrooms. High-end, beautiful, artistic. So it's kind of an... Because it's different. Everybody likes to do everything online. I'm still yeah. kind of old-fashioned. I like to go and feel the fabric, sit in the furniture and, and see it with my own eyes. Of course. And not just look on the computer every day. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, you know, having the studio like literally a block away, it's a nice walk, mm-hmm. you grab a coffee. and It's just interesting. I think the building design itself is so iconic. It is. Right? And, you know, West Hollywood being such a small city and everybody's kind of heard of Hollywood. Nobody really knows exactly what West Hollywood is all about, but... Those buildings are so iconic. I like to say, you know, San Francisco has the Golden Gate Bridge. Los Angeles has the Hollywood sign. We have the Pacific Design Center, which is really an iconic kind of visually stimulating place to go. And people can actually just walk in and kind of rub shoulders with people like you. You might not be able to buy stuff, but you can actually walk around there and it really is inspirational. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And now they hosted like a big fashion show on the roof. I think it was Versace. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, all these restaurants also, they're in that neighborhood. It's become like a celebrity hotspot and, but everybody is friendly. Yes. Friendly, but cool. You know what I mean? (laughs) Of course. So what do you think kind of makes uh, West Hollywood this unique destination from, from even like the design standpoint, maybe it's a design standpoint, maybe it's the the general feel of West Hollywood. How would you? I think it has a very good energy. Mm -hmm. It's, um, full of intellectuals and interesting people that are craving somehow culture and design mm-hmm. art. So similar like, like-minded people, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, I happen to be on the board of West Hollywood Design District as the arts chair. So I get yeah. to meet a lot of interesting people through that as I'm well. Sure. But I've met so many, like even my best friends today, just on the street of Robertson. And uh, yeah, it's just special because it's kind of small enough to feel intimate. Mm-hmm. But you have the view of the Hollywood Hills. Yes. It's not far from Beverly Hills and not that far from downtown. So it's kind of centrally located. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, it is. There is, again, this like special energy around here. And I, and I love, um, again, like the design element, because that is something that maybe the, you know, not everybody necessarily is, is thinking about. Um, so understanding, you know, a bit of your background and, and knowing the more of like the design inspiration. Let's just say you have somebody that's coming to West Hollywood. What is something that they shouldn't miss? Well, I think it's the the art and design if you're interested in walking around, you know, taking a look in Maxfield and mm-hmm. shopping some fashion, lunch at Chaconi's, you know, dinner at Tower Bar. You know, it's just the, the best places, really. Mm-hmm. I think it's the culture, really. That it's just, and there's a, a big nightlife aspect to it and cool bars and restaurants. And uh, most of my friends, when they come from Rome or Paris, they like to stay at La Pierre because they feel like it's close to everything. They can walk to wherever they want to go. Mm-hmm. So it's and it's, yet it still has that neighborhood feel. It does, yeah, and it's still boutique enough. Yes. Feels intimate. Feels a bit more European than a a big conference hotel, let's say. You know. Sure. Oh well, and actually, that um, when you were doing the design for the hotel, how much free range did you have? Did you have a lot of free range for your creativity? Um, yes, yeah. I did actually. Yes, I did. Everything in the end, of course, was approved by both ownership and design director for Kimpton. But it was such a fun project, really, really fun. I'm sure. And um, yeah, it's like a passion project. And and especially knowing that it's like here, that your office was around here as well. Yes. Uh, I mean, again, it's like bringing that sort of like the essence of. So, ha- speaking of essence, how what is the essence of West Hollywood for you? 
Luxury with an edge. That's a good one. That's a great one. <laughs> Can we coin that? Yeah, right. Yeah. We use that gula. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. No, because it's not Rodeo Drive. Right. It's cooler, but it's still very luxury and high end. Nothing against Rodeo Drive. No, no, of course. But you know what I mean? It's just a little bit more, it's modern. Mm-hmm. And it has sort of this this cool factor to it that is off today. Yeah. I think that, you know, you talked earlier about as an international woman coming here and thinking that where is everybody? Everybody's <laughs> yes. driving somewhere. Right. What you said earlier is really true. West Hollywood is a walkable city. We talk about that all the time. And, and there's not that many of them in Southern California. So I think it creates this neighborhood feel, to your point, that has this luxury component to it with our hotels and mm-hmm. restaurants and things. But it's also, you can walk around the block. Exactly. And feel comfortable doing that. You don't have to hop in an Uber and you don't have to valet park. You can just mm-hmm. walk. Exactly. Yeah. Which is always, always nice to be able to do. And then you can discover so many things. You know what? I started walking to work um, a while ago sometimes mm-hmm. just because it's good to get fresh air, good mm-hmm. to get some sunshine in your eyes. Yes. And you notice so many different things when you walk mm-hmm. uh, versus when you drive. Like literally, I would shop for all my projects on the way, take pictures like, oh, I could use this, this, this. <laughs> By the time I got to my office, like, got it, fig- <laughs> figured out. <laughs> You're like, I figured it out on my morning walk. Yeah. But it's true. I mean, again, there's so much, so many ways that you can be inspired. And um, I mean, not only, not only from the design element, but there's also a lot of history here as well, too. And I'm sure that, you know, you can be kind of inspired by that with, with your designs as well. Right, right, yeah. And then we have the beautiful park, you know, so there's a little bit of mm-hmm. nature. It's a so if um, visitors are coming to the design district, what are some must-see must places in the design? I mean, of course, there's a Pacific Design Center. Are there favorite, favorite maybe stores to go to? What's, what's something that they have to add? Is it the rooftop at Restoration Hardware? That's a cool one, actually. That's a great one, right? Yeah. I yeah, love that place. It's nice. It's yeah. a hidden gem. It know? is. Yeah, not many people know about it, actually. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Told oh. everybody. No. Yeah. I know. I told everyone. But there's so many nice restaurants. There's Gracias Madres, Oliveta, and they're, mm-hmm. they're just wonderful. And there's different cuisines. We have cuisine from around the world mm-hmm. in this neighborhood. Fashion from around the world. Furniture design from around the world. So I, I think it feels very international. Yes. Yeah. At least to me. So um, I think it's just nice to explore and, and get, get lost in the city and, and find little gems behind locked doors. Yeah. I heard a stat the other day that there, guess how many restaurants we have in West Hollywood? Ooh, how many? You have a guess? I don't know. 300. What? No way. 300 restaurants. That's I'm not surprised. Lo- yeah. yeah. So, that's a lot. You know. You well, can walk around and find something you're going to love. Well, and that's that's the other thing is is that I mean this is really this is where everybody comes to have dinner. It's where everybody comes to go out in the evening, where people go shopping, you know, for maybe some of those brands that are a little bit off the beaten path. Right. You know, and there there is a lot of this this cultural energy here that's exciting. And this notion of acceptance, you know, whatever your background is, wherever you are from in the world, you know, what Come as you are, and you'll find and meet like-minded individuals. Agreed. Yes, which kind of makes it really, really special. Um, so I love this hidden place. So I gave I gave a, a hidden gem of a place. We're talking about the rooftop here at Restoration Hardway. Do you have any hidden gem of a place 
it's not so hidden, but for me, it's really the the Lapeer Hotel, I think, because it just feels like I'm coming home whenever I want to step in there and have a meeting or have a coffee or drink. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's sort of like my place. It's a, <laughs> it really is your place. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely your place. You were talking the other day about all of the projects that you have going on. You just talked about working with the one in another country. You're working all over the world. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yes. What's the most exciting thing going on right now? <laughs> Um, a few that are opening soon. So oh. there's one in Miami. It's going to be a Thompson Hotel in South Beach. Very cool. Yes. We've been working on this for a few years, but it's opening hopefully end of this year. Yes. Very exciting. Um, and then the one hotel is going to be in Crete, in Greece. Mm. I'm going to spend some time there in May just to have a little satellite office. Yeah. Oh, yes. my gosh. Take That'll- my team on a trip. Oh, it's so hard. So hard. It's a <laughs> so beautiful to... location on, on the Mediterranean. Oh my gosh, how will you ever make it through? <laughs> I know. And then after we did the La Pier Hotel, which is a Kimpton brand, um, Ave, the design director, called me one day and said, I've nominated you to design our flagship in the Middle East, so now we're doing their beautiful. hotel in Saudi Arabia. Oh my goodness. Amazing. So I've been there a couple of times, and uh, yeah, and then something in Santa Monica and several restaurants under construction. One house. Not, I don't do many residential, mostly yeah. hospitality yeah. and sort of galleries and things like that. But um, this residence is becoming uh, quite fun. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So I love this. I mean, with all of these projects all around the world and yet to be able to call West Hollywood home. West you know? Hollywood is my home. Yeah, it has been for over 15 years. Yes. <laughs> I know it's this nice like draw that kind of like brings you, brings you back. It's just home. Yeah, I love it. It feels... Feel special. Do you feel that you actually find like a lot of maybe even like some of your inspiration, even though you might be working on projects in in other countries, other cities, that you find inspiration even even here? Well, here you're exposed to let's say the the best in art and design that you can see in mm-hmm. America, probably, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I always have to visit the country that I'm working in to get the true inspiration of that culture, of that country, yeah, and the course, color scheme and nature to be infused. Hence, you know, the May trip to Crete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. How, how would you say the design district has changed in the last, whatever, decade? You said you've been here 15 years. So mm-hmm. the design district has always been there, whether organically or specifically called out as that. What do you think? How, how has it changed? And, you know, what's in store for it, do you think? A lot of things are in store. It's really booming. I mean, the Lapier Hotel was the first hotel in that mm-hmm. district. So mm-hmm. I think that changed a little bit of the landscape. Sure. And then we had some of these uh, two-story retail companies come in. The Real Real is there. It's just growing, but but naturally and not too fast. So I know the Robertson Lane Hotel is coming and yes. so many exciting things. Now the wow. park has been renovated. The streetscape is underway. So it's only getting more chic and, and bigger and better. Yeah. So yeah. I think there's something to look forward to. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I, I think it'll it'll be also be exciting for visitors as they come that, you know, in the next five years, things will... Exactly. To see the growth and the changes. Yes. Exactly. In yeah. a very exciting way. But it still has that boutique feeling, which I don't want to lose. Right. You know? I don't think it will. I don't think so either. Because I think it's just, it's so much part of the fabric yeah. of of what West Hollywood is. You know, it's again, you have this, this neighborhood feel in the, in the larger landscape of the, of the city, but it still feels again, intimate. And I do love that it is this sort of international 
destination. It is, yes. And the people that live there are international. Any any kind of like thoughts on tips or insights for for visiting West Hollywood? If if listeners maybe they've never been here before, what should they, what should they be on the lookout for? But I think people watching that alone is enough. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Sit at a cafe and just take in the the crowd or the energy and. And feel the vibe and, you know, hop into some stores, grab an espresso. It's um, eclectic. It is. It's cool. Well, any final thoughts? Well, I'm just happy to be here talking to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I'm proud to uh, call myself uh, a resident and um, have my studio in West Hollywood. So well, thank, thank you for having me. You have a website? And what is, what is that? Yes, I have a website. It's my full name, gullajonsdotter.com. And then my Instagram is the same. Gulla, G-U-L-L-A. And then Jonsdotter. Sorry, it's a long last name. (laughs) That's okay. Good. And people can find out more about the design district at a website, right? Yes. Yes. We are um, launching a new website very soon, but it's up and running already. Mm -hmm. And uh, West Hollywood Design District. Sounds good, good, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Dot com. (laughs) 